Welcome to After His Own Heart Podcast, an initiative to nurture young Christians to be after God's own heart. All messages are delivered by individuals who have an interest in imbibing young people with the spirit of chasing after God's own heart. We're so glad to have you here and we believe you will be blessed by today's message. Hi there people, this is the After His Own Heart podcast and I'm Elon Koblawi your host for today. In today's podcast, we will be tackling the topic, God is more after your heart than you are after his. Our broader theme for this season is being after his own heart. Today, I have with us Sarah Akonobia, a very good friend of mine, and she will be speaking to the topic, God is more after your heart than you are after his. Hi, Sarah. How are you doing? Hi, Evelyn. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well by God's grace. How's your day been so far? It's going well by the grace of God. How is yours going? Ah, by God's grace, it's been all right. You have started your NSS, correct? Yes, please, I have. <laughs> How has the journey been so far? It's it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Has is work stressing you out? Is it is it the way they said it was, or it's one of those things? Uh, it's definitely not the way they said it was, but it's still different from what I'm used to. So, yeah, but we did, <laughs> we did, we yeah. did. Why do you see we did? What causes you to see? <laughs> because we did. I don't think I don't think everybody has <laughs> I don't think everybody has that feeling that we did, we did. Um well I like I said, it's not something I'm used to or something I was expecting exactly, but then I do expect change. I know that change always happens. So I I'm just adjusting. So we did. Mm, I like that. I like that. All right, so I'm just going to let us zoom right into our discussion for today. Um, for the many of people who don't know Sarah, she's an amazing vocalist. She doesn't like for it to be said, but me, I've said it. I've said my part. All right, so God is more after your heart than you are after his. And our topic, our theme for this whole season is being after his own heart what what should you say what would you say being after his own heart means to you okay um well i think being after god's heart um, uh, the person that is usually mentioned when we talk about that is david because the bible describes him as a man after god's heart and Mm, mm, mm. um basically he was somebody that kept going back to God, regardless, <laughs> irregardless, <laughs> regardless of any and everything that was happening with him, he still went to God. And I think um, him going back to God was rooted in the fact that he knew that that is where he has to be, you know, like he doesn't have any other place to go. And so this is the goal. 
even if I fall a thousand times, I'm still going to um, work towards the goal. So I think that's really what's been after God's heart is, is basically acknowledging that in God's presence is the place for you. So then whatever it takes to be there, you do it. I think that's what it means. Thank you. Thank you for your thoughts. Um, for someone who really wants to know how to identify the goal, because like you said, it's being outside his own heart. And it means this David identified like that is the goal. Yeah. How would you say that someone could identify that that should be the goal for them when they haven't even realized that yet? Okay. Well, um, honestly, it it is... And it's actually the truth, gospel truth. It is only by the grace of God that we are able to realize that this is the goal. It's only the grace of God that makes that truth visible to us. We know that um, the wisdom of God looks like foolishness to the world, right? Mm -hmm. So to the carnal mind, it doesn't immediately make sense that yeah you should try to please somebody that you haven't even seen before right but the grace of god is what would give you that goal or make that goal visible to you or give you the desire to be after god's heart it's not something that you can generate for yourself yeah that it's not it's not something you can generate yourself thank you thank you for that so now um in today's topic it's god is after is more after your heart than you are after his i i think that is really a profound statement that god is more after your heart than you are after his and i'd like you to share a little more on that really because for me i mean today i was reading a verse where i was talking about god being faithful and God is faithful regardless of if we are faithful to him because that is his very nature. Mm -hmm. And so looking at this topic that God is more after your heart than you are after his, really help me understand here and expand. Am I supposed to do something else if God is more after my heart? Am I supposed to keep it the way it is? So just kindly share your thoughts with me. Okay. So um, the reason that I... I... I wanted to talk about this is that um uh, a lot of times or it's it's loud it's a lot loud louder than this that um there's a a script you are supposed to follow, right? How to pray more, how to read your Bible more, how to be a more godly person. There are always like pointers you should follow and all. And I think that this particular topic that we are discussing today gets drowned in all those other things because we end up thinking that we need to do all the work of building intimacy with God. But like I said in the beginning, the only reason that we are even able to think about intimacy with God is because God has already made it possible for us to be intimate with him. So um, to understand why I'm saying all of this. God is more after your heart than your heart. Let's let's start from the very beginning. Okay. From creation. 
right? So we are here because God wants us here, right? The entire reason that we exist is because God willed it to be so. He didn't create us because it was a chore that he had to take off his list or like someone was forcing him. He did it (laughs) because he wanted to. He did it out of his own will and out of his wisdom, right? So that's the first point you have to establish. And then the second thing is why God created us. God created us as recipients of love, right? So everything we are, everything that we we have, everything that's around us, they are all expressions of, of who God is, of God's being, right? So every day we are alive, we experience his love, his mercy, his faithfulness, his kindness, he could have just shown it to the birds and the trees, but he created people who can reason like him to an extent and feel like him so that we feel his love. Like when we feel it, we really feel it. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, that does that make sense. That yes. Make sense. So um, Romans eleven thirty two says that God made all people prisoners of disobedience so that he might show mercy to them all. So we can look at this in, in the light of, I, I remember telling someone that sometimes I feel like God is using us for cantata because, <laughs> every, <laughs> because everything is the way that he wants it to be. And it doesn't always look like that to us, but then that is what it actually is. So, yes, yeah, so um, I think that getting or uh, get into the realization, right, that God is more after our hearts than we are after his. It helps us to digest the fact that we are not alone. We are not fighting a losing battle. He has made provision for us. And like I've always, I've been saying how many times already, the only reason we are, only able to dis- we are even able to discuss this is because he has made it so. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. If I'm not learning anything, I think I've, I've, I've realized that, I mean, like you said, like one of the goals is to be a godly person and we are recipients of his love. We didn't just come to it, but we came to it because he loved us. Mm, that's interesting. Um, this scripture comes to me and I would just like to hear your thoughts on them. It says, it's Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3. It says, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who has called us to glory, mm. by glory and virtue. Mm. Mm. To him, through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. And I really like us to look at from the glory and virtue side and then, I mean, speak to the scripture. Okay, so you said um second Peter chapter one the verse number three. Okay. Second Peter chapter one verse three. Yes. Okay. It says divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. And you said you want us to focus on 
on the glory in virtue. Okay, I would, I would like right, to right. read my version. I'm reading good news. No problem. Thank you. No problem. So it says, God's divine power has given us everything we need to live a truly religious life through our knowledge of the one who called us to share in his own glory and goodness. So, um, in... So the way that this scripture is imprinted in my mind is we have all things that pertain to life and godliness. I think that's that's one of the translations of um, this yeah. scripture. Yeah. And it was it was it's, it just buttresses my point that God has already made everything available to us, right? And to help us please him. The Bible says that Without faith, we can't please God. But then in another scripture, it tells us that God is the one that gives us our measure of faith. So he doesn't just leave us hanging, right? Now, the the um, part of the scripture you're asking about is sharing in God's glory and goodness. And um, in the beginning of our session, I mentioned that we are here because God wants us here. We are here because out of his infinite wisdom, he decided to bring the world and us into existence. Now, what he did with the, I was going to say introduction of Jesus Christ, but Jesus Christ was always there. <laughs> what he did with the manifestation yeah. of the word as Jesus Christ mm-hmm. is that um, he gave us the opportunity to share in his glory like this verse so uh, there's a scripture that talks about how jesus is the firstborn amongst many right so yeah they and then it also says that we are joined as with the son so everything that jesus mm-hmm. christ has as the son of god we have as children of god and but then the only way that we can get to that point is through the exercising of our faith Right, exercising our faith into being the kind of people that God wants us to be. I said earlier that the Bible tells us that without faith, it's impossible to please God. Not because um, it's not like a, a I don't know how to say it. I I don't. Okay, so let's let's backtrack. Without faith, okay. it is impossible. To please God, yes. And what that simply means is that pleasing God is not about following rules. It's not about about like I said earlier, following a script. It's it's about believing, right? Believing and trusting God enough to do what He says. And what He says is not um is not always um how do i say this you know the bible says that the word of the king is law it doesn't say that the law is the word of the king right so whatever god says it becomes law and so doing what god is saying in your moment in your season is faith to you do you understand that so exercising all of that and then becoming the People are becoming, yeah, becoming the people that um, through faith God wants us to become. We are able to share 
in his glory and in his goodness. Right? The only way that you can get to the point of completely receiving everything that God has for you is through the exercising of your faith. So the Thank whole you. thing is a, is, a, is a very it's a very journey journey. <laughs> it's a very journey yeah. journey. <laughs> if I'm not taking anything away from this call, I'll keep that. That's yeah. a very journey journey. Um, in saying that's a very journey journey, I think like you said, like it, it highlights that the, that the parts we all have to play in this. Like like you said, God is more after our hearts than you are after his. And it's speaking to it that God is ready after your heart. Like God is seeking that you come to him. Um, but now it's up to you to, to do the same because he's already doing his yeah. part. He's ready to reveal himself to you. And the only way you can truly know is if you also do the same. Like imagine you're interested in a guy and like you're all over you went to this guy. If you're pursuing the guy, you might end up knowing the things of the guy. Mm. But if the guy doesn't start pursuing you, there's nothing he will know after you. And there's no way you guys can become close. Like the best you can do is have a crush on you. <laughs> that's where to end. But if he comes back to you, like if he comes to talk to you, like if it's also after your heart, like you're you both chasing each other. That's the way you would get to know each yeah. other. And I think like rightly through what you, you've spoken about really speaks to what God wants with us. It's a relationship. Like Christianity is more than a religion. It's a relationship really and of a person with his father, a person with a friend, a person with a counselor, like some a person a person with someone they can relate their daily lives with. And I think that's the very salient point we need to take away from this discussion. Because it's like, okay, God is more after my heart. Okay, what do I do next? It means like you have like said, right? Like she's after him. She's after him. Hmm. Interesting. So, there are a lot of things going through my mind right now. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so being after his own heart in your, in you expressing it, how would you express it in, like, in summary? In, okay. Like, and how would you say a charge to us and to the fellow listeners to as well that they do really and for them to realize that although God is more after your heart than his, it is not wrong because he's already starting the process. Like you said, like like I was saying, you're giving the boyfriend example. Mm. You're always happy when somebody's already interested yeah. in you because it makes the way <laughs> yeah. easy. If if the vibe is already there, you can continue from there. But if it isn't, it's already there. So if somebody's already ready to start the friendship, oh, you might as well just join in. So. Mm. What ought to be your, your thoughts on this really? Um well I I think that um if this message is something that is is over digested or digested in the wrong way, it would mean that oh God is God is after me, so I just gotta relax when so he's ready, you come come and take me, something, something. That's just a lie. That's not what I'm trying to say yeah, over here. Like like the way they like the way the girls do, you know. He's pursuing me. He's after me, you know. Like he's everywhere. He doesn't make me sleep. Those girls, and we will like pray for them. We will pray for them. We will pray for them. We need to pray yeah. for them. <laughs> so it's not it. It doesn't end there. It doesn't end there at all. 
when mm. Mm. the things that we have in God, in or the things that we have um because of our union with Jesus Christ, they abound. But you don't see I them. like that word <laughs> because of our union, yeah. union. Like just taking me back to Margaret, Venn diagram and intersection <laughs> and things like that. Union, actually. <laughs> yeah, so the things that you have in, in union with Christ, they are bound, but you you won't always see them manifest because they don't they don't they are not just there they are there for the taking. Mm-hmm. Like we're supposed to actually take them. We're supposed to, like I said, exercise them. So um, I was saying that uh, God gives us the desire. Right, for the people that he has chosen, he gives us the desire to know him. But another thing that God gives us, or another thing that we have, is free will. We can choose to act on our desires or not. Apart from the times when the Holy Spirit will take absolute control of you, more than 80% of the time, the things you do, you do them because you have chosen to be obedient. Right, so for example, um, I'm praying to God. And I'm telling him that I want to be more consistent with my quiet time. I want to be yada, yada, yada. You can't expect God to, first of all, put your legs or pull your legs out of the bed, carry you, put you on the chair, open the Bible in front of you, and be flipping through the pages. It's not Mm. going to happen like that. (laughs) It's definitely not going to happen like that. And so, um, this message about God being after our heart more than we are after is to give us an assurance that we are not, like I said, we are not fighting a losing battle. It's not supposed to make you comfortable. <laughs> it's actually supposed to put a little bit of fear in you because if your owner is making efforts to know you and you are fooling around, you should be afraid. You should be afraid for your life. You should be afraid. You should be afraid. You should be interested <laughs> in at least meeting him halfway. Even though it's not it's actually not possible to, you know, have the same love for God that he has for us out of our own selves. It's not possible to do that. But make the effort. You know, make the effort. So if you are praying to God and you're asking him that you want you want to do your devotion early in the morning. You want to wake up early and fellowship with him. And you wake up at four because you want to pee. When you go and pee, don't come back and sleep. You are missing the point. Mm. Mm. You are missing, you missing the point. <laughs> when you are telling God that you want to be praying at the Asper, at Lisa Lex, and you open your eyes, don't sleep. Hello. Don't sleep. <laughs> Go and pray, even if the weather is cold. Mm. Go and pray. Tali. This one is for me, Tali. it's for my own self, but we it's are all shit. <laughs> so it's it's like I said, this is more about assuring reassuring ourselves that God is with us and if we take a step towards him, you take a thousand in return. So actually he has taken ten thousand, hundred thousand before us cry. So just you know, be a nice person <laughs> and take one, one step towards him as well. Yes. That's... Thank you very much. You're um, welcome. Thank you for this. So, um, let's just let it a little thing. Just your final 
words and and then a prayer and then we are out of here okay okay so um okay so i would like to say i would like to say that um our relationship with god is not something that we can ever joke with it is the single most important thing in our lives as christians as human beings <laughs> and you can't joke with it don't let your desire to be after god's heart exist for a few minutes and then allow it to disappear because you got distracted by the world around you i've already said this a lot of times but this is just a reassurance that you are not alone the things that you want your owner wants them too we are not alone yes so um in that in that light um if you are listening to this and you haven't been christianing yourself as a proper christian <laughs> or you don't you haven't ever begun the journey you've just been thinking about it but you haven't actually begun the journey i'd like you to close your eyes and say whatever is on your heart to god however you've been feeling whatever has been causing you not to do the things that you know you're supposed to do just tell them mention them to him Tell him the things on your heart and tell him how you want to be to please him. Okay, let's say a short prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you so much for your love. We thank you that we are able to be here today to hear this message and to receive from you. We thank you for the gift that is Jesus Christ and the gift of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for your strength and your compassion and your mercy. And we thank you that you have accepted us into your fold, whether it was before today or just today. We thank you that we are part of your fold and we know that it had already been written that we will be a part of your fold. And so now as we take the step to become closer to you, we know that you said that if we diligently seek you, we will find you. We pray and accept your gift of long-suffering. We accept your gift of persistence. We pray that you will walk with us and that you will help us to really realize your promise that when we seek you, we will indeed find you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you very much, Sarah. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. And I pray that God will continue with us and really help us with this journey because it's not an easy journey. And we are just praying for His grace. Thank you so much. Thank you too. All right, guys. So that's a wrap of today's conversation with. Sarah Akonopia. The theme for this season is being after his own heart and our title for today was 
God is more after you than you are after his. So catch you the next time in the next episode on After His Own Heart. Remember, follow us. Do have a blessed day. Shalom, peace, and we are out of here. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed by today's message. For more spirit-filled messages, please subscribe to our podcast and share with family and friends. You can follow After His Own Heart on Instagram at After His Own Heart Podcast underscore for all our latest updates and testimonies of what God is doing in the lives of people all over the world. If you'd like to share your testimony through us, you can DM us on Instagram. Thank you once again for listening. Catch us again next week and stay blessed.